Welcome to Life at God's Pace video and podcast. Most of you know that I am in a, what I would call a rebuilding phase of my life. Uh, those who don't know about what has been going on in the last two months of my life, I'm not going to go through everything here. Uh, if you're at if you are interested in the details and those things and you want to hear my side of the story, uh, you can feel free to message me on Facebook or text me or those of you who have my number, you can call me and I'll be glad to give you uh, that understanding of what happened uh, in my life and why I consider uh, these months or weeks to be a rebuilding phase of my life. And here is the reality I want to talk about, and here's what I want to focus on as time allows me, is I want to look at how we rebuild our life. And I really don't like the title, um, but I'm going to go with it, and I'm going to address this later in uh, this video, this podcast but what I want to do today is, first of all, begin with this. I want to use my experience that I'm currently going through to encourage others when they come to when they come to have difficult days. The reality is that you will either go through a rebuilding process in your life or you have already been in one, or you're currently in one. I remember when I used to cycle a lot, did a lot of a uh, few triathlons and and those type things, and also some bike races in when I lived in Fort Worth. And among my friends and others, not just me, it wasn't original with us, we, we often heard there are two types of people who ride a bicycle. Do you know the two types of people that ride a bicycle. Those who have wrecked or fallen and those who will fall. And friends, that is what's going to go on in your life or has gone on in your life. Friends, the question is not if you experience heartache, but really when is it going to happen to you and the various degrees it's going to come in your life. In fact, I would challenge you to look back on your life now and just look at the moments there have been what I call difficult days. There are some days that they are difficult, but they're not what we would call rebuilding. It's not causing us to have to, to consider a new path forward, so to speak. But there are those days, those difficult days that invade our life and leave us in a difficult strait where we are pondering how do we move forward? How do we live? What is our purpose? Now, I'm convinced most everybody is in or will be or has been in that process at some point in their life. Plans didn't work out. Relationships ended. Health issues cropped up. And we're all in that difficult period of life. 
just biblically speaking, I'm reminded of the story of Job. Job was a, a wealthy man. He was a righteous man. And for reasons unknown to him while he lived in this world, he lost everything. We know the reason because Job chapter 1 and 2 tell us the story of Job and that God had commended the life of Job to, the, to Satan and Satan said, you blessed him, why shouldn't he praise you? And in that story of Job, those 42 chapters, we, we see one side of heaven and then we see the earthly side of the struggle when we are called upon to rebuild our life. And, and let's be honest, most of our rebuilding life, it's not because we want to. Most of us are comfortable. Most of us are happy. We would rather be in a routine. There are a few people that like uh, things to be changed up. But even those folks, they have a routine. They have a comfort zone. And when you have to rebuild your life, when you have to move forward, it takes you far outside your comfort zone. So in this short episode, which I think has already gone longer <laughs> than I intended, just like a preacher, right? We, we always plan to let you out early, but we go longer. I want to examine really why the need to rebuild life occurs. Let me give you those real quick. First, the first reason we need to rebuild our life or the first reason things happen to us and we live in a world where we are devastated at some level is we live in a fallen world. Now, 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 believers know that reality. Believers understand that reality. Believers um, understand it, know it, but they forget it. I'm recording this in Life at God's Pace uh, Studios, which, a.k.a. the garage. <laughs> um, I'm recording that, and man, it is a nice day. It, it's a little warm. I think it's 90 degrees uh, but the sun is shining. Um, even with the heat of 90 degrees, there's a little bit of hint of fall in the air, especially this morning. Everything looks nice, but, but from my perspective, on my phone, I am reminded that there's a chance of storms later on. In fact, there are some storms, I believe, to the west or maybe southwest of us. So as Christians, sometimes... We live in the world and we forget that what dominates this world, what has invaded this world, what has infected this world is that sin. Now, we will not go back to Adam and Eve and we'll not get into all of that per se, but I just want to invite you to look at Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. And I'm going to limit this video to 15 minutes, so we may not even get through with this today. And um, so I want to keep it short so that you can listen to it briefly and then come back to it. But Romans chapter 8 is where I want to begin. Uh, when we think about one of the reasons we have to rebuild our life is that we live in a world that is infested with sin. We all remember COVID-19 and 
and some of the things that went on there, how it changed the world. Well, sin has done far more than you could ever imagine. And most people are more concerned about COVID-19 or were than they were about the sin and the impact it's having on lives. But in Romans chapter 8, verse 22, God's word, God's inspired word says, um, let's begin in verse 18. Paul is uh, a beautiful chapter, but Paul begins in verse 18, for I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. So Paul there acknowledges that they're suffering. He acknowledges that things are not as they should be, but he plants the seed of hope by saying there is a better day coming, and that's not just tomorrow. It is a new age that's coming that's going to cause us to dis not disregard, but to understand or to know that the sufferings we experience in this age are not worth comparing to in the age to come. So verse 18 says that. Then verse 19, For the creation waits with eager longing for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation, now this is the part I want you to hear, for the creation, that's all of this world that you see, and even parts you can't see, it's it's the physical world that I'm talking about. For for the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope, that the creation itself will be set free from its bondage to corruption and obtain the freedom of the glory of the children of God. Then verse 22 says, For we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now. And so there we have this sin that is dominating the world. That, that's one of the reasons that you're going to need to rebuild your life. Things are going to happen to you. And, and things are going to come into your life that are literally going to rock your foundation. And friends, because there's not an inch of this world that's not been touched by sin. There are times in life that we suffer because we live in a world that has sin for its atmosphere. Just like the, uh, the physical creation has an atmosphere, we also live in a creation full of sin and its effect. And what I'm thinking of here is, is natural disasters and, and so-called accidents. There really are no accidents, but from our viewpoint, there are accidents. We have a car wreck, and it's an accident. There are natural disasters. There are accidents, things that happen to us not directly tied to our sin or the sin of others. It's just we live in a world we, such as Hurricane, I think, that hit uh, Tampa Bay, that area, southwest Florida. Ian, I can't remember. We would say that's just the result of a fallen world. We have tornadoes, hurricanes, earthquakes, things like that that happen to us. These disasters, these natural disasters, these accidents cause us to have the need to rebuild our life, to, to somehow move forward from where we were or to move to another point on the map, so to speak. We might even observe here that that redemptive history as a whole is a rebuilding. The better word would be a recreation 
the Lord God is making all things new. We might even argue that our sanctification is a process of rebuilding our life or a recreation. Even though we are reminded by 2 Corinthians 5.17 of really the the impact of salvation on us. It's not just that we are remodeled. It's just not that we rebuild per se. It is that we are new, a new creation in Christ Jesus. That's in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Let me read that for you. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and the new has come. So understand when I talk about rebuilding and some of this, uh, for the lost, it's not a rebuilding. They must become a new creation. But even for the believer, we are uh, a new creation and we're being created into the likeness of Jesus. So I want you to think of that, uh, that we are a new creation. Well, I only got through one cause of why we need to rebuild our life. Tomorrow, or uh, some other time I'll do another live Facebook and podcast, and we'll hopefully look at least at one more reason we need to rebuild our life, and then perhaps a third reason then. Until then, I hope you have a great day. God bless you.